and welcome to and that's on god and my mama podcast where god is the head in the center and we are mamas living growing thriving and trying to encourage and motivate you all to do the same all through transparency and love i'm one of your hosts Brittany, from the dallas texas area also have my girl takesha from florida hey keisha hey girl good morning good morning next up i have my sis Shade in north carolina hey Shade. Whoop, whoop. hey y'all <laughs> all right good morning so let's get right into it ladies so we want to welcome all of you guys back again to our podcast and our topic today this one is going to get a little bit serious the topic today is a woman's role and all the many hats that we wear so be ready for this discussion everybody um first of all we're going to start with our good news which is going to be our scripture for today and Shade is going to lead us with our scripture <laughs> our scripture for today is going to be matthew 11 and 28 and it goes right with our topic for today come to me all you who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest okay and now keisha's gonna come with our questions go ahead keisha how can a stay-at-home mom stop being overwhelmed hmm good question very good question it is a good question um a stay-at-home mom sometimes feel overwhelmed because there are times where you feel like you have your whole day to get everything done but then you also have days where you're overwhelmed because you know you have so much to do and you get nothing done um i think the best way to combat that is picking your five to-do list items and relaxing like do those five things throughout your day plan it and relax everything else can wait till tomorrow when planning out your day make sure that you are doing what has to be done that day um, create a list and your list should have um, things that cannot be put off till tomorrow um, things that have to be done today or things that has to be done this week so kind of break that up into those categories and work off of that list i will start with a list for the week and then break off what needs to be done by each day um, and that kind of will help you kind of stay from getting that feeling of overwhelmness so you're not feeling as though you are doing a million and one things and you're not stressed out over it right very true and if you're not a if you're not a to-do list person, you have to do what works for you. Because I know even in my career, there's a lot of us that do little to-do lists, but there's also some of us that do little sticky notes. So yes. even if you have to leave sticky notes around the house for things you need to do, do yes. what works for you. Right. And I, I would suggest that. And I would also suggest as you see things that need to be done, um, let's just say there's a mess on the floor. Um, just depending on what type of mess it is, just, you know, pick it up while you're walking across it. But if it's okay. something that can wait until a certain time of the day, for example, you decide, 
hey, every day at 6 p.m. is when I'm going to do like a, you know, spot clean, a spot check and just let it sit there because what happens is the overwhelmness and being stressed is feeling as though things has to be done like right at this moment, especially when you already have a list of things to do. And it's just, it's stopping you from getting that list done. So one of the things my husband suggested to me is, hey, let the kids play room, let the toys sit on the floor and let them play all day. And then we all do a cleanup time at 6 p.m. Good idea. You know, yeah, you know, and then that would be the, you know, that time where they know it's time to start winding down for the day. Yes. Right. And for me, I like to also just, schedule like uh making a schedule itself but also putting it in my clock because I'm very forgetful so I like mm-hmm. schedule alarms and things because I'll write a to-do list and don't even look back at my to-do list because I'm so busy trying to complete my yeah. to-do list and I forget about the to-do list so I set alarms so that I am also trying to be on a tighter schedule about be more intentional about my day and what I do in my day and I give myself too much to be overwhelmed Yes, yes, yes. And I will honestly say me as myself, this is something I'm working on daily because I'm not just a, well, I work from home some days and then I go out and work as well. And then I come home. So my schedule is kind of all over the place. It just depends on what's going on that day. But when I am working from home, I have, I got to that place where I say, okay, if things are out of whack, I'm just going to let them sit there for a while. And then when Bean goes down for his nap, I'll try to clean up a little bit. And he knows, like, if it's clean when I wake up from my nap, don't touch anything. <laughs> so so he's gotten to that point now. You know, it's it's a daily thing. It's a daily thing. And it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But you just have to do what works for you and your family. Right. That's what that I say. That's right. That's right. That's the key right there. Yep. Do what works for you and your family. And get out the house too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go so take a walk. Wild. Yes. Get out the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go sit in the car. Let your windows down. Whatever you got to do. Just. I'm gonna it. tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all what I do. Um, I will grab my keys in my purse, mm-hmm. and my number one spot is Culver's. I will go to Culver's. I will sit in my car. <laughs> I will talk to my friends. I will scroll. I will watch some, you know, support some YouTube channels just to have that time away because I I just went to the grocery store the other day just to kind of have an hour away to kind of mm-hmm. really just, you know, decompress. So sometimes you need to take that hour. I know a lot of you moms may feel as though I don't have that option. Yeah. Um Listen, put those babies down for a nap. Call a friend over for a play date. You need to be asking somebody for some help because you do not understand how much an hour to yourself really helps you. Mm -hmm. One hour. Mm -hmm. I call it the golden hour. Yep. Yes. Your mind, body, and soul will be renewed. And you'll be able to talk to your family like, all right, what's next, y'all? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's it right there. Yes. And let's not forget about mamas. You take a nap too. If you want to yes. take a nap, please take a nap. 
I'm a okay. big fan of taking naps. If yes, your baby, you are. yes. <laughs> if your baby or babies go down, your children go down. If you have time to spare for a nap, get your nap in. Okay. Yes. Those yeah. power naps, they have got me through a lot of years of working. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just Brittany saying. and Brittany will take a nap at six o'clock in, in the evening. Sure will. <laughs> I'm I like sure really. Will. Yep. I have no shame. <laughs> No, the day is over with. I don't Keisha, care. <laughs> Keisha, do you spend do you spend your hour watching your um your Korean uh sitcoms? Absolutely. I do have days where I spend an hour in my room. I will yes. close the door. I will lock it. I have my water. I have my um I have my iPad to play like some word games or something, and I'll be kicking it watching some TV, and it is going to be. A hundred percent K drama. K drama. Oh my goodness. All right, everybody. So let's dive into this discussion and this topic for today, okay? So again, the title of this podcast is A Woman's Role in the Many Hats That We Wear. So let's start off by talking about the woman's role. So with a woman's role, we're seen to be, or we need to be feminine, caring, nurturing, even when we don't want to be. Um, We're also seen to be the ones that have to juggle everything because we're quote unquote good at it. Um, We have to be the ones that connect the families and keep the families together. I can go on and on, but ladies, I'm going to let y'all fill in. What is a woman's role overall to you? Or our roles. <laughs> a woman's role could, like you said, it has so many different ways to go from there. Because as a woman and a mother are two different things, you know, well, not two different things, but it's one and the same, but all women are not mothers, you know? So mm-hmm. as a woman, you, you're looked at as, oh, kind of like, depending on how you carry yourself, you may be looked at as like a sex symbol, the one mm-hmm. that has to breathe the sex and the the physical attraction and all the other stuff but as a woman God formed us to be so much powerful than what we really are we are the ones that um, carry the child yes we create the child with the man but we carry that child and we can create life so I think women I look at women as like a very powerful powerful thing that God created I think about as a child having a brother um, I notice the difference mm-hmm. immediately yeah. um, the difference was you know you as a girl can't do that oh but he's allowed to do that you know mm-hmm. it was very like differentiated between us and I'm five years older than that brother and I'm like hold up yeah <laughs> I'm like 16 and he like 11 doing things I can't do like it was just very out there like you know yeah. hey you know he don't have a curfew but you do or you know and so it was set apart really early yeah um that you know I had to learn how to cook I had to learn how to clean huh. I had to mind, you know, mind certain things that boys really didn't 
have to be concerned with. Yeah. Um, yes. so, so having that immediately, I'm thinking back to, you know, making sure that certain things were set. Um, knowing that, okay, I'm going to be a wife, a mother, um, a, a black woman in America and trying to juggle the many hats, you know, knowing what to say, what not to say, you know, how you should dress or, mm-hmm. you know, all these different things that are put on you as a woman. Yes. And you know, it's at, 10 times more when you're a black woman. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the many hats that we wear, I think even beyond just being a wife, a woman, a wife, yeah. a mother, um, it goes into like, you know, you need to know, it kind of gives me like the mindset of, you know, keep your head down, huh. be Do quiet. Yeah. You know, hey, you don't have a, you don't have the right to desire um, good things in your life. Um, And so with all that stigma on you, we're wearing these hats where we have to be muzzled most of the time. Um, And so you have that side. Then you have the side of we have to carry everyone emotionally. Uh Oh, girl, get into it. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) you know your children and then even at work you gotta be the person and and so people look at us and be like why are you so strong like why do you have to be so strong who else is gonna be strong exactly Exactly. built this way right literally from birth from birth seeing my mother do it and that's what a lot of it comes from like seeing my single mom do it like she was married but that's a whole other story for another day I gotta come back for that topic but <laughs> as a single mom just mm-hmm. watching her take care of us doing every single thing laying her back on the line just for us and I'm thinking okay this is what I would have to do when I become a mother you know, there are things that I carried on as a mom that followed my mom's path, but there's also things that I didn't carry with me that I didn't want to give to my kids as well. So yeah. my role as a mother, like I took a lot from her and seeing all the many hits that she wear and seeing all the things that she took on without asking for help. So I'm thinking like that's what made it harder for me to be able to reach out and ask for help. Like, right. of course, I need it. And I'm thinking, like, people see that I need the help, but it's not going to click to them like how it clicks for me. Like, right. I would literally physically have to say, look, I need help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm crying out. Like, I need help. Right. And it, it gets to that point where it's like, I'm almost so depleted, and I have no strength to even ask for help. And that's where it's like, oh, my gosh, now I'm going to ask for help. But it's like, I see my mama do it, so I know I have the strength in me because she birthed me. But no. Yeah, I don't, you know, I yeah, that's not normal. Like that. Yeah, that's it's not. not. It's, it's not so normal. Not. And and I've seen many people, and you know, I love my mom to death. She is the role model for me in being a mom because yeah. she was a great mom. But even mm-hmm. when I bring up sometimes, well, I'm tired and I have a lot of tasks to do. She's like, "But you can do it," and right. I'm like, "I can," but the difference between do me, I have to exactly, mm-hmm. and if I have somebody to help because. There was no one to help in our household. If there's True. someone to help, let me let you story. carry this load too. Okay. Mm-hmm. So listen, I'm gonna tell y'all something. My husband's gonna carry the load. 
He's gonna carry. He's gonna carry even a heavier load than me. That's right. Yes. Because As that is should. what God made him for. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. And this mentality of us women not feeling as though we can't ask our own spouses for help. Whom we lay down with, whom we gave babies mm-hmm. to, whom we made babies with. Yeah. Right. And 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 I say this solely because there's such a stigma in the homemaking community of, hey, you know, well, your husband works and he brings home a paycheck. Okay. And girl, what's your, you know what, what I do? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I need to understand what does that have to do with the physical labor mm-hmm. and the physical, the mental health, the spiritual help. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. It's not going to be the whole him, oh, I'm the provider. Provider, if it's just monetary providing, mm. you can have that. You yeah. can have it. You can it. have that. It's not worth it. It's no. not even, it's not worth the money for me. Peace yeah. of mind over Ooh. money it's, it's priceless. It's mm-hmm. so priceless. Yep. And so if I'm with somebody uh, and I say this to a lot of women because there are a lot of women, I pray that some are listening to this podcast that feel as though they can't even ask for help. Mm-hmm. Then you need to go to God on your knees and, and right, seek guys. some guidance about the relationship that you are in. That's right. Mm-hmm. And like I always say, it's easier said than done. Ladies, I will be honest and say it really is. My husband is a very understanding, open person, but I had to literally get to a point where I could say, okay, he's here. He's willing to help Brittany yeah. open up your mouth. Right. Because mm-hmm. again, that's that stigma of me. I can get it all done. I, I'm Brittany. Mm-hmm. I can get it done. I can take off them tasks. I get Because before I was married, before I became a mother, I was getting it all done by myself. And he Because had, it was only you. Yes. And he literally told me, I'm here. Let me be a husband. Let me be a right. father. I'm here. <laughs> Let me do we, this. We have, to re- we have to realize that sometimes like they're yeah. here to help. Yeah. They might not do it how we do it, but their help is still helpful. Well, let's <laughs> just be clear. They will not do it how we do it. So, they may period. do it. They may but do it better. Some, well, you got to pick your battles. Pick you your battles. To. It's not need worth it. Exactly. Right. That's right. And Keisha, I know you mentioned homemaking. I just want to say to all the ladies out there, even if you're working, because I'm, I'm going to say working, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're working inside your home, you're working outside your home, either way it go, you are a homemaker, okay? Amen. Let, yes. Let's just set that. Because even when I leave my house, take my baby to daycare, um, go to work myself, come back home, guess who making up the house? Me. Me. Mom. Mm-hmm. Me. So I'm a homemaker and working outside the home. They're they're the one in the same almost. They are. Mm-hmm. And I and I want to say this about people always ask what's the difference between a homemaker and just a stay-at-home mom. Mm. Listen, I'm Tell there's a huge difference. Tell them, Keisha. Um the difference is is that you're babysitting your kids. Mm. All day. Every day. All day long. You're and running she- them around. You're stressing yourself out. You're you're doing everything. A homemaker is someone who provides a safe haven, a peaceful environment, a Come place on. that people can call a home. Mm-hmm. Because not just the house. Yeah, everybody can buy a house and just live in it. That, right. 
but you know safeguarding that front door who can come in and who can't you know you know being able to provide a meal to your family not noodles not ramen noodles not um canned (laughs) ravioli like a real food a real meals um where your children are eating and thriving and learning just because your kids are in public school are you providing them with a space in the home to still thrive and learn being that you are a homemaker it's going to be way way more detailed than you just saying oh i'm a stay-at-home mom some of y'all are homemakers and don't even realize it yeah because mm-hmm. you're the ones that make the the place a home yes and that house into a home That's but i right. wanted to say something about you both you guys were talking about your moms mm-hmm. and i can honestly say um i resented my mom growing up mm-hmm. um I played a lot of sports and she was never there. Um, There were times where I just felt like the most important parts of my life, um, she wasn't there. And it wasn't until I became a mom where I realized the many hats that that she wore, you know, with all the kids that she had, the jobs that she worked, and she's wearing these mini hats. And it didn't hit me until our vacation that I just we just got home from. So I can't be in two places at, at one, one time. time. Sure can't. You can't. It's only one of you. Yep. And so my, you know, my adult self, my my today self, really had to release my mother from a lot of that. What I felt was trauma growing up. Yes. Um, and, and just like really understand where she was during that time, extend yeah. some grace to her and, and know that, you know, she did the best she could with what she had. Yes, that's, that's right. That's, that's right. It. Yes. That's right. Cause she so, was only one person doing, like you said, doing the best that she could. And, oh boy, bless, bless. And that's, <laughs> yes. I had a and, conversation. Go ahead. I had a conversation with Alma not too long ago. We had a little heart to heart and we ended up crying and everything because I was able to understand um, growing up why did why she gave, you know, that tougher love. Because it was mm-hmm. one point, probably like in my teens and 20s, I told her like front to face to face, I was just like, Mom, like you never tell me what I do right. You always tell me what I do wrong. What do oh I do gosh. right? You know? And that's, she was just like, good, she didn't right? even know. She didn't even know that she was doing that. And I was like, yeah, like you always tell me the things that I'm doing wrong. And I feel like I'm not even a good mom or half the mom that you are. She was just like, she didn't know that, that she was giving me that. So we had a heart to heart because she was just like, it spills back from the love that her mom gave her. Because my my grandma was kind of like abducted. She was taken. Okay, can't get the word. She was taken for like a few years, probably like six years. And my mom had to raise her brothers and sisters as a teen. So she always grew up early. She didn't really have much of a childhood. So she knew that tough love because she was not given that that soft, you know, that sensual love from a mom. You know, she mm-hmm. felt that void as a mom. So like it was harder for her to give us that love because she never received that love. But 
I will say that she loved us way more. She never left us. She never left us. She did the best that she could. And I accept her in that moment of what she was able to give us, you know? Mm -hmm. So I had to forgive her for those times because it wasn't her fault. I mean, ultimately she is her own person, but it was the love that, the lack of love that she received that she didn't know exactly how to express to her kids, but she did it the best that she could. And I, I appreciate that so much because she's solid, okay? I love that woman. Mm-hmm. And you, that's and you, right. that's right. And you have to remember, Shade, just what you tell in your mom's story, just a little snippet of it. Mm-hmm. She's tougher because imagine how she felt as a kid. Girl, like my right. mom is gone. Now I got it. She was probably afraid. She was probably yes. bitter. She was mm-hmm. probably scared every day. Like, what the heck do I do? So of course it's like, right. okay, pull up, pull up your bootstraps. Let's go. So I'm tough. I got to be strong because I'm carrying right. the load now. There's mm-hmm. no shepherd mm-hmm. here to guard the sheep. So it's like that one sheep got to step up and be like, hey, you ain't coming over here. You know what I'm right. saying? Y'all excuse my grammar. But <laughs> I'm no, just telling no, like it girl, is. be real. Yeah. yeah. So imagine her fear. Like, I have mm-hmm. to do this. But of I course, yes. But now she has her own kids. And yeah. all she knows is the same way I did for my brother and sister. And them. Right. I, I got to do for them, too. I got to be strong for them. So. Yes. And, and this is what I noticed is that in our generation, the generation before us was literally operating on survival mode. Yes. Yes. They Very were just heavy. trying to survive. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was not a thing where they had time to tap into any emotion yep. to no. figure it out because they're numb to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're numb exactly. to it. Okay, so I think a big thing that we as women deal with is the mentality or the stigma thereof that we have to get it all done. I don't know where that came from. I I really have no idea where it came from, but even I mentioned earlier where my mom's like, you can get it done, you can do it, I did it. That's fine, but where, where did the woman's idea come from that she has to get it all done? Because I, I thought we we're just supposed to be the help meet. Isn't that what the words say? The help meet. So I'm helping you meet the duties in the household. But where did the stigma come from getting it all done? And when you're trying to get everything done, do you really get anything done? Because you're wearing yourself thin, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Every single day. And I, I just, I don't know. How can we stop this stigma, ladies? Every single day that I wake up, I have to pray mm-hmm. because have to. I literally will wake up, my feet will hit the ground, and I will just start running, doing everything. Yep. Yes. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. And I literally have to pray and say, Lord, you know, command my day. Yes. Get me in the mindset that I need to just pick my four things and and do it you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day we start school tomorrow so i have to really structure my day to a place where my kids aren't going to lack in their studies um so getting up and i have to say lord what has to be done today and i immediately ask him that and i notice sometimes around nine or ten o'clock i'll have my answer Mm -hmm. I'll say, okay, God, I am going to just chill out and I'm going to do those three things. Cause sometimes he may say, you only need to do one thing today and that's it. You know, 
and rest. And I'm good with right. that, Lord. <laughs> and be, but the thing is, is that we have to be okay with not having that mindset every yeah. single day. There are some days you're going to have to get a lot done, yeah. just mm-hmm. depending on what, you know, what it is. But there are days where we, we, it's all over YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's all over everywhere. Get it all done in one day. And you're stressed out. Girl, body hurting. Everything. Everything hurts. Yep. And then like you're so wired that you can't get a really good night's sleep. Because yes. your brain is still saying, oh, remember you still got to do that. Remember you didn't do it. Oh, yes. Like your mind <laughs> don't get rest. Your body don't get rest. Your soul's not getting no rest. And mm-hmm. you wake up feeling even horrible the next day with even more work to do. That's right. Yes. So we got to cut out this whole getting it all done. Because first of all, it's not biblical. It, girl, we're it's in the Bible. Biblical. We're <laughs> in the Bible. <laughs> and I'm going to tell y'all, I'm guilty. I've tried it. I'm not satisfied. I get uh-huh. no satisfaction out of doing that. Yeah. I actually end up mad at myself more mm-hmm. when I when I do that. I see other people do it and I just start to pray. Yeah. I've partnered with that life months, months ago thinking, oh, I can get it all done in a day. And guess what? When I do that, every single time, I kid you guys, I, I kid you not, my kids are lacking. I was going to say that yeah. everyone kids, else likes not because mean? I'm not tapping into the needs of my home. That's right. Really, the real needs of my home, That's which right. for me, I don't want my kids to see me with my cell phone in my hand all yep. day long wow. or see me gone. Oh, I'm running here. I'm running there. Giving them the mindset that being busy all the time is a good thing. Busyness yep. gives you no room for God to lead you in your life. Yes. And for God to speak to you. Yes. You like, hmm. like silent. Yes. That's right. Be quiet, be still sometimes. And you're, you're completely right, Keisha, because when you're doing all these things, your household will begin to lack. And this is why, because I know with the pandemic, a lot of people start working from home. I being one of those people, okay? We were given the option to work from home and then you go out, you can come back home. That's all fine Mm -hmm. and dandy. But once I had been, I realized I hate working from home because he sees me all the time on the computer answering provider phone calls. I can't really play with you until after five o'clock or when we go on lunch break. Like it's just a long time in between where I can't even do anything with my child. And he's just like, Oh, and then he starts to act out because he needs mm-hmm. attention and I and can't attention. give it to him. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like working from home. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather go to the office and get it done. And then when I come and get him, when he sees my face, mm-hmm. it's being in mama time. That's right, what right. I like. Mm-hmm. And just living yeah. in the moment, being yeah. in that moment, being present. Like mm-hmm. you said, being in your phones, the kids doing anything and they missing up the house that you just come up. So. No, you just want to be intentional about just prayer first, like really just having that moment with God before you get your mind gets to racing and thinking about all the worries of the day, like just having that moment with God and him being able to just like, all right, this is what you need to do. In some ways you would be like, God, how can I help you? Like, like, how can I help you to become more closer to you? 
you you're know, speaking my language, girl. <laughs> but seriously, like, just being more like I am so like more intentional about what I say, what I speak, mm-hmm. how I speak in front of the kids, and yes. what I like everything that I do. I'm trying to be more intentional and put God in everything. I know that may be silly to some, but like for real, no. like. I want God infused in everything that I'm doing. So everything that I touch is like, mm-hmm. I have my confidence on. God approved this. He put a stamp on it. And it's, I know it's going to work out even if bumps come in the road with mothering. That's the mm-hmm. big one that I pray about. Like, God, help me. You yeah. know, I don't have it all figured out. So mm-hmm. I, I know you do help me in these areas where I may seem to, I don't want to say lack, but like, I may need more help in because... Being intentional, it helps in the long run. Like That's just spending right. time. I have my my reading Wednesdays where me and the kids we pick a book from our bookshelf and we just read to each other. You know, That's like awesome. just being t- having those moments, they're gonna remember that. And we haven't did it in a couple of Wednesdays. My daughter's like, um, can we do reading Wednesday this Wednesday? I'm like, yes, girl. <laughs> That's Let's right. Let's go ahead and do it. Let me set my timer. Right. <laughs> that is yeah, right. Yeah, and I wanted to read a scripture um on this. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a scripture about busyness and it's Mm -hmm. in Exodus 16, verse 23. Um, And he said to them, this is what the Lord commanded. Tomorrow is to be a day of Sabbath rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. So bake what you want to bake and boil what you want to boil. Save whatever is left and keep it until morning. Yes. The thing is, is that I'm learning the true definition of living in the moment yes and yeah. living in living a slower life yes set your right. day yeah mm-hmm. set your day but set it in a way that god gives you the instruction to get things done mm-hmm. in a more slower way that's right and mm-hmm. i think god's way is best so we're, we're gonna stick with that period <laughs> Here. <laughs> I remember I remember my old admin tech, her name was Miss Maria. And with my job, it's a lot of tedious little things that you have to get done to make sure these daycares are running smoothly, okay? And she used to always tell us, what you don't get done today, it can wait for tomorrow. Just just leave it. It'll be here when you come in tomorrow. And I say, you know what? That is so true. We have to work smarter, not harder. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So a lot of stuff I That's just leave. Right. I just leave it if it's if it's not done that day. I'm sorry. It'll get done yeah. tomorrow. Tomorrow. I, I say the day same day. thing to my husband. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is job security. Yeah. It it secures your job for tomorrow. That's right. If you did it all today, what will you do tomorrow at work? Oh, good. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. You know, it's it's okay to let something sit. Yeah. To mm-hmm. the next day. I also like to like um, do breathing techniques. When I find myself just overwhelmed, and uh, I take some deep breaths, like slow, deep breaths in and out. And that really just helps calm my mind, calm my spirit to be able to focus on what I need to focus on instead of like so many things. I even do it with the kids. Like when they yeah. want to whine and act <laughs> out because their tablet died or their sister said their shoes are red. I don't know, something crazy. I'm like, look, <laughs> take a deep breath. Deep breath. Yeah. Deeper in, deeper out, and just calm down and relax. So you can hear what I'm saying to you because you can't hear when you're yelling. Yeah, and that's, that's just right. like us. We can't hear it. It's 
hear what God needs to say. We're thinking so much, so we gotta just calm those thoughts down. Mm-hmm. Yes, because we don't we don't want to be stressed. Because when you're stressed, it's like, what good are you even to yourself? You're not alone. Anybody else? Because you can't pour from an empty cup. No, you, there's no way. You just healing yourself, really. Right, yeah. and that kind of runs into you know self care, yeah. um, mm-hmm. making sure that you plan self-care days mm-hmm. yes. um for me i'm planning self-care days at least twice a week the day of sabbath the sabbath day whatever mm-hmm. day we choose for our sabbath for me it's sunday for my husband it's saturday mm-hmm. um and and then like actually doing something that really refills my cup so what my pastor talked about yesterday and his sermon was really taking time out five minutes sometimes it only takes five minutes to have a heart of thankfulness towards god and giving him um just thanks because god really wants us to stop and thank him yeah (laughs) he really just wants that and you'll be amazed at what five minutes could do um i just got in chills (laughs) y'all yeah um just yeah really just taking that time and you know self-care could just be moments of you hey i'm just gonna sit and plan or i'm gonna journal um that's why a lot of people do self-care every single morning Mm -hmm. um for me i'm going on a new journey a health journey i don't want to say weight loss because i don't want to put that on my on myself to feel as though i have to like meet Mm -hmm. a number You know, so I'm on a health journey and I think a part of my self-care is going to be me just getting up and walking Mm -hmm. for an hour every morning. And just that'll be my time with God. Like I was getting up, getting coffee, sitting down, reading, but, you know, you know, getting up and walking and just, you know, breathing fresh air and just talking to God my entire walk is is enough. That's right. You know, it doesn't have to cost you money. It doesn't. To experience some self-care for yourself. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, really sit down with your spouse or, you know, with your kids. I'm open to really getting my kids to understand where mommy is mentally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, mm-hmm. um, listen, I love y'all, but mommy needs a break. Yeah. I even do being that way. And he's not even too. I say right now, I don't want to talk. You go sit. I'm going to go over here. Give me a few minutes. Now he may yeah. not understand, but he'll go sit down. Yes. <laughs> Just give yes. me a couple of minutes. They understand. It's like, yes. oh, you shouldn't say that to your kids. Mm-mm. Why not? Why not? You're, because your kids are also learning. Hey, yeah, I need up. to have a period of time where I know when enough is enough for, for me as well. Mm-hmm. And Okay, me, my daughter will tell you, I'm going to my room for a while. Yeah. When we went on vacation, we came back home. My 13-year-old son said, I'm going to my room for a while, and I just, I'm just, i just going to be in my room. Okay, you want to know why? He, he, he was in close quarters yes. with his sister for yes. a whole week. <laughs> and you guys, one thing we have to remember is that you get overstimulated. I think people forget that overstimulation happens with people all over the spectrum, okay? Mm-hmm. It's not just if they have special needs like autism, they're getting overstimulated. No, I get overstimulated. If there's too much going on, I've been with the same person for a whole week. Look, I need I need a breather. 
Mm-hmm. Give me time to breathe. And it's not being mean to anyone mm-hmm. because even in daycares, that- they have little thinking corners. And I've heard kids say, I just need a few minutes. I'm going to go sit down in the thinking corner. I just yeah. want to be left alone. They need to be vocal with that. Be right. vocal with how you're feeling. Let people yes. know, I need a break. I need a break. I need time. Yeah. Let me just go. Even if, like Keisha said, take a walk. Sade said breathing techniques. I, like I said earlier, go sit in your car if you need to. Listen to music. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm coming back from work, me and Bina just sit in the car and listen to a song. And they yeah, we'll just sit in the car and listen to a song. He loves to sing now. He's starting to sing. So I'm like, let's, let's listen to one of your songs. And while he's singing, I'm just sitting there taking a breather. I'm taking a breather. Right. Yeah. I, I definitely promote mommy moments because mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer on like, I don't want my level of frustration to be taken out on my kids just yeah, because exactly. they ask for a snack and it's their third time asking for a snack. And then my level of frustration of, just workload and stress of just the week is lashed out on them and I right. they feel horrible even though the kid sometimes don't even take it to heart five minutes later they're fine you know but still I don't want that to be like oh mommy's mad so you know the house is a mess mommy's gonna be mad like no I don't want you know my anger to be associated with my workload or anything I don't want any frustration to be put on them and they just feel like the worst kid ever or anything like that like right. so I try That's to just right handle my stress differently like what you said breathing meditating praying all that so that i'm not bringing on yesterday's worries to today and bringing my worries on to other people as well especially them kids and that's that's why we said we're all homemakers because one thing my husband tells me all the time he says honey the last thing i want you to do is have a breakdown because if you this is going to go down so we need you we need you in good spirits because if you bring that energy home, that's going to be the energy of your home. It's going to yes. be there. And so somebody changes it up, which will be you as the woman. Exactly. We set that pace. We set the pace in our household. And that's why we need to normalize asking for help. Right. We need to normalize asking for help. And we need to normalize knowing who we can entertain yes. and things like that because... Another thing I noticed is that when we have certain people around us or, you know, things that's going on in their life, like I have to literally filter out negativity. Yes. Um, because I noticed that that also adds to how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I have to filter out people and unfollow people on social media. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to the point where I even don't even scroll my feeds. I have gotten to the point where I have to literally remove myself and only give people a certain level of contact. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I noticed that when I see things and I hear things and, you know, people are saying things, I immediately get overwhelmed because... Mm -hmm. You know, and my kids can feel it because literally if something happens, my kids will be like, mom, what's wrong? Is everything okay? Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Dang, you know, then when I think about it, I can't really give them a real answer because right. so nothing really more. happened. Right. Nothing really <laughs> happened to me. It's just mm-hmm. the energy that the other person was giving off. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'm just like, Dang, I just feel off. 
Yeah. And I don't know if the Holy Spirit is just like, hey, you need to watch out for this person because every time you're around them, they drain you. They drain, drain you. you. Oh, be mindful so, of being drained too. Yeah. Yeah. Moms and, and be yeah. mindful. Okay. Yeah. Right. And so being like a woman wearing a role of friendship, mm. you got to really safeguard that. And yeah. then I, I can't have friends or, you know, where I'm like more of a friend to you than I am a mother to my yeah. children. That's right. Oh, yeah. So knowing that, okay, that one hat is a hat I'm willing to take off. That's, I can <laughs> you know, take I, it off. I'm willing to take that hat off when it comes to that particular friendship because, hey, this friendship doesn't um, add any value to my life. Yeah. You know, yeah. it just stresses me out. So we have to know, you know, yeah, we wear many hats. We need to know when we can take a hat off and be okay with it. Like, mm -hmm. I will do it for a family member. Let me tell y'all, nobody <laughs> is worth my this any stress in my life. Like, yeah. nobody. That's right. Ladies, we got to get to a place with normalizing when to tell people enough is enough yeah when it comes Learn the to the power of no no <laughs> that's my favorite word no no is my favorite word um you know, you know so, mine is nope be blessed bye <laughs> yes that is Brittany. <laughs> Brittany, bye. Brittany, you need to do the hashtag be blessed just <laughs> be, be be blessed <laughs> That is my oh, favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so the many hats that we wear, we talked about asking for help, getting mm -hmm. rest, how to stay out of stressful situations, be it, you know, your children, your friendship, spouse, work, um, and how to live in the moment. I think yeah. that is that is the one thing we are not doing in our everyday lives is learning how to live in the moment. And I say that because slow living is living in the moment where you're just really okay. feeling. Yeah. You're allowing yourself to feel every single moment of your day. Yeah. Right. When I wake up and the first thing I get is a cup of coffee. And I literally sip my first sip with my eyes closed. <laughs> Enjoying it. I want to enjoy that first sip. <laughs> And I don't want to enjoy it with kids screaming in the background. So, hey, Hallelujah. it's worth it for me to wake up an hour, an hour. Mm -hmm. and say, hey, I'm going to enjoy my first cup of coffee sitting in silence. That's right. Yes. Living in the moment is so important. Not grabbing my phone immediately as soon as I wake up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also want to say, like, when you were speaking on normalizing, asking for help as well, um, also just appreciating the help because it comes in so many different forms. And sometimes we'd be so caught up in doing it ourselves that we don't even appreciate the small thing that mm -hmm. someone did help us out with. So I had to learn to appreciate the help because just the other day I was cleaning the house, just doing my thing, you know. Not expecting the one to ask, but my daughter ended up cleaning her room. That led to the other kids cleaning them. Then Marcus come home. He's like, what can I do? He started uh -huh. cleaning. I'm like, all right, let's get this, get this ball rolling. But just being able to be appreciative of that because I didn't even have to ask. And there's many times, honey, where I did have to ask. It gave me a headache. So being at that point now where I don't even have to ask, I had to appreciate that moment because... Yeah. 
it was important. Yes. And and actually saying, hey, you know, sometimes as a mom, you want to sit, you say, oh, I noticed that you did this. Acknowledge yes. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. say, hey, I want to do something for you. I'm yeah. going to tell you the best thing you can do for your children is give them stability and quality yeah. time. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you'll notice that. Priceless. priceless. They want you. Mm-hmm. They don't want the internet. Yeah. They yeah. only go to the internet because they're lacking something in their lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they see their parents running off and doing everything, and hey, why can't my parents be just be with me? You know, yeah. why isn't that enough? Mm-hmm. You know, so, just- you know, as a mom, you have to be able to differentiate that with yeah. your own kids. Like, you can't put that off on your children and have them, like, Shade, like your mom, you know, raising yeah. herself. Mm-hmm. Because you're so busy out there trying to make a million dollars. Because you want your kids to have something you didn't have. No, exactly. you need to instill in your children hard work and what that looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, things have definitely changed for the woman throughout the decades because remember that we used to be the ones that would stay at home and take care of the home. Well, now we're outside of the home while taking care of the home and we have careers and it's nothing wrong with having a career. It's nothing wrong with being driven, but we should not be number one. Should not be. No, we're so all over the place. We're the career woman. We're the mom. We're the wife. Um, we have to be the entrepreneur. We're the business person. We're the mm-hmm. counselor. We're the nurturer. We're the pediatrician and the doctor for our husbands when they get sick, because Lord knows. And then, <laughs> you know, we have to be the church member, the ministry leader. We have to be it's just it's so it's so much i can go on and on and on it's so much okay so let's talk about how many hats you each of us have so Brittany, how many hats do you are you wearing right now and and be honest say what is it that you can put down take off (laughs) let me see how many am i oh lord Brittany, you're so funny (laughs) i don't i don't know if there's any i can I have my. I don't career. know if I can put a number on it. Yeah, I don't think I can put a number on it, honestly, because I my thing is when I had been, I made sure to start saying no to a lot of stuff. So if I can't mm-hmm. be there, if I can't engage with it, then my answer is no. I can't. De- my new thing is now I can't. Um, what do I say? I can't dedicate my time to that or something along those <laughs> I lines. Like, right. I, I can't dedicate myself to that. And uh, people be like, "Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I, I can't." <laughs> No, I don't have time. You say I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I don't. I don't have time. Um, but as far as putting, that, yeah, I'm be honest. There's nothing I can put down right now. Not right now. There's, and I have a lot. Maybe ten, fifteen, maybe. But yes, that's a yeah. lot for one person. <laughs> that's a lot. Hey, pass some of them hits out, girl. Pass them okay. out. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. I'll say maybe five, ten. <laughs> I'll break it one, down. One hit that I did have that I um, let go, threw up in the air, gave it to God, was um, when I did homeschool. I mm. homeschooled my kids for a while. I loved it. There was pros and cons to it. I just, I felt like I didn't have any time to myself. And that was just because mm. it was so new to me, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's one that I did throw up in the air and was just like all right i'm gonna just give this a break for a little bit and um send them off to um 
uh, what's the name of school? Charter school. Regular. Charter school. Okay. The publics. <laughs> the public schools. <laughs> yeah, I I wear a lot of hats, and y'all. I, we just had a conversation last night and I think my husband was really shocked with yeah. me saying this, but I said to him, I think I'm going to close down the boutique. Mm-hmm. And he said, he can just kind of look at me like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with it because I know... For me, I'm big on, I'm going to try it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it my all. Yeah. If I can't give it my all, that's something I need to drop. I started this boutique. It launched in May, May 1st, May 2nd, I think. And um, when we Official? sit down and look at, yeah. Okay. When we sit down and look at the numbers um, and everything that I have on top of like, you know, me making sure my home is good yeah homeschooling the kids my youtube videos um you know running a whole homemaking group you know hosting bible studies and i mean my plate is so full and so i don't have time and i and i kind of want to keep it just to see okay but to be all honestly, I've made more money in the last month, maybe two months, doing what I'm doing everywhere else mm-hmm. than I have having this boutique. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a Poshmark. I told him we would keep the Poshmark mm-hmm. because and, you know, do more selling because I have a lot of stuff that I still need to sell. I still need to keep my sales license. I still need to keep everyday nesbit llc so just shutting down this boutique is the one thing i'm gonna give up right and that's okay that's okay I'm, listen as soon as i said it i yeah. felt like a, a weight was lifted that's right Good. i'm that's not right. doing this for people to you know i i don't want to be that person that oh i got this and i'm doing that right just, just for clout you know or Mm -hmm. for you know oh she's got this going on no honey this was really solely a means to help provide for my family it truly was and if we're going to be in the red every month then what's the point what's the point i'm going to go where yeah i'm going to go where the money is um where the money resides yeah, yeah, you know, I'm knocking on that door. <laughs> and so, I, I, as much as I want to provide items for homemakers to be able to have things really in all reality, if I end up seeing the same thing I'm selling on Amazon for half the price, what is the point? <laughs> I'm I'm a realistic person. Yeah. I, I'm not going to sit here and fake the font with nobody. So... <laughs> Yeah, so that's the one thing I'm going to put down. I feel really good about it because I I truly believe that this is something God was telling me to do already. And I'm just getting around to saying, okay, God, I'm going to listen and do it. I truly believe by closing this door, there are going to be other doors that's going to open for me. So I'm thankful and I'm happy. 
I've been thinking about, I haven't said it out loud until right now, but I have been thinking about um, no longer doing YouTube. <gasps> I am, okay, please run it down for me. Run it down. What? I enjoy making the memories, but the darn editing takes so long for me. And that mm. month that we took off, y'all, it, it felt so good not to have to edit every other day. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just the editing process of it and getting it out there and going through the motions with that. Um, mm -hmm. I still I still want to do it, but I think what I'm going to have to do is just get a good schedule that works as far as recording and putting it out there with the editing and everything. But I wouldn't be mad. I would not be mad at myself <laughs> if I just one day just say, oh, okay, we done with this and move forward. I get it. Take I completely get it, girl. You know me. I haven't posted a vlog in probably over a month. Maybe <laughs> going up too. This is for the moms, the women out here. If you want to let something go, it's okay to let it it's go. Okay, to, mm -hmm. to drop okay one of those away. Yeah. Walk away, honey. Yes. Because I'm telling you, when you do it, you sleep so much better at night. Sure do. Ooh, you don't have to worry about that no more. That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast and supporting us. Stay tuned for our next podcast, which is going to be about debunking stereotypes of Black women. There are so many stereotypes that have been put on Black women today, and we want to debunk those and talk about the real things that happens to us and how it could be perceived. Um, and so we're going to cut down those stereotypes, you guys. Mm -hmm. We cannot wait for this discussion with you. If you would like to send us an email um, regarding debunking stereotypes of Black women or you have a story to tell regarding this particular episode, please send us an email at andmymamapodcast.com at gmail.com we would love to hear from you and thank you so much we love you Brittany go thank ahead you. and close us out and that's on God and my mama podcast thank you for coming back to listen bye y'all thank you bye bye, bye, -bye. Get some sleep bye <laughs>